You are listening to Goodfellas Minute 98. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you can Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas one money-spending minute at a time. My name's Connor Kilpatrick. With me is Josh Lanigan. Oh! And Ron Richards. Just a taste. And this minute kicks off with <laughs> Jimmy giving Henry his share of the caper. And it ends on a slow zoom on a tainted Christmas tree. <laughs> so, uh, go. My question is: Is this all of his share? Yeah, because it's very confusing. Because so Jimmy Jimmy says, "Here's your share." It's just a taste, and does the little thing with his hand, right? Yeah. Which is genius as well. So, is it just a taste of more that Henry's going to get, or just a taste of the total score? Because remember, Henry did not do a lot for this caper. All he did was connect them to Maury and Maury's source at the airport. But let us let us look at the amazing shift in Jimmy's attitude. Oh, yeah. It's like it never yes. happened. That's when it never happened. It really is. Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny how Jimmy can easily switch gears when money's involved. He really likes that back room. That's <laughs> where all the money is. So, so yeah, that that leads to my other question: is that where did he where did he pull this wad of money from? And is all, however, eighteen million or whatever, how much six money? Million at the time. Six million is all six million dollars in Jim Beam boxes in this room. I hope it'd be, it'd be you think it'd be stupid, but I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, where 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 did he put that much cash? That's why he was so mad about the the pink pink Cadillac. Yeah. Why? I mean, like, it's just, well, because the money's right out there. <laughs> um, I love happy Jimmy, hugging, kissing Jimmy. It's the smile and the giddy kind of giggle that he gets, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> He's giddy, uh, yeah. It's great. It's great. But then someone knocks on the door, and it's as if, it's as if they caught them smooching. Right. And there's a lot of activity going on inside Henry's jacket. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, are they are they... Are they breaking the pile up into smaller piles to get them into more pockets, or it's not like he's just putting it in one pocket? It's yeah, too big it looks like pocket. Yeah, and like Henry's why? I mean, Jimmy's watching it every now and then. Jimmy takes a couple looks to make sure that he's done before it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's. Do we have any way to resolve the just a taste conundrum? I don't it's know. It's a good question. No. I think I always took it as it's just a taste. That's his first cut. He's gonna get some more. This is this is the first thing. But you're right. He didn't. He was not one of the main. But he's the only person, like he's literally the only person that Henry's happy about paying. It was Jimmy. Yeah, I'm sorry, the Jimmy. But but, he, but Jimmy does also open it up with saying, "Here's your share," which would imply it's all of it. It's very Merry confusing. Christmas. Maybe it's uh, like 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 more to come. I don't know. I think he's going to get more. That's what I think. I th- maybe I think he's going to wisely invest it and get some. Yeah. No, he's going to put in government he's bonds. He's not wisely investing. I think it's clearly here's your cut. And it's this is just a taste of the larger amount of money that I made. You if know, I, like if I, think, I had to put money on it, that's what I would say. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's what I said. That's, that's almost the, a dick which, move. Well, but the thing is, Henry didn't do anything. All he did was all he did was bring Maury to Jimmy. That was all he did. Finder's fee. Finder's, Finder's fee. fee. Yeah. But um, and Why so didn't now, Henry do anything. He was busy Henry's with his he had, his he had his point shaving and drug operation going. Yeah, mm. he was in Boston. Um, how much money is in that wad? 
It's hard to say. It's like yeah, there's a 50 on top, but it could, and there've been later on we see a lot of 100. So who knows? Well, so, well, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that too. Well, well, so Maury said in in yesterday's minute, Maury said I have five hundred thousand dollars coming to me. Okay, so that's a lot of the six. Oh, that's his caper though. Well, yeah. Well, so so now if we if we go if we if we figure out the percentage, right? So how much money was, was stolen, Connor? Total six, six uh, million. Six million. All right, let's just say. Let's just say six million. Didn't thirty percent have to go to the the go to uh what's his name? Paulie. No, no, uh, the guy who was just just acquitted. Oh, Vincent Asaro. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, a, a cut a cut has to go to Paulie, and a cut had to go to Vincent Asaro, who was representing the Bonanno interest. Um, but even then, but my but guys, for, he was acquitted of that. Right, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. Um, so if Maury's getting five hundred thousand dollars, that is eight point three percent of the haul. A lot. Which is low if he's the one who brought it in, right? And so then, do, do we think that what well, we think that that Paulie's how much is Paulie getting? Thirty percent. I thought it said in the book that Asaro got thirty percent, so I would assume Paulie well, allegedly, was, yeah. allegedly. The thirty percent right. is to, not really Asaro, but it goes to the other family, basically. Right, but it's handed right. to Asaro. I mean, right, so that's not, that's clearly right. not Asaro because he was just not convicted for it. Well, and also Asaro said in his testimony that they never got the right amount of money, so. Um, but how uh, you get wait a minute! When you say that, yeah, how did he get acquitted? Then <laughs> I, I'm not guilty because they didn't give me the right amount. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he thirty uh, percent of six million is one point eight million. That's a lot. I mean, this is this is kind of like I, I'm. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I, I'm not surprised Jimmy does what he does because clearly his his giant stack of cash is getting smaller by the second. Yep, that's that. That's the burden. It's just it's and just, it's his gotta, money in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, before yeah, we, crazy. Before, before we move on, uh, Ron, what are your thoughts on Henry's jacket? It's it's velvet, right? It's red velvet. It's red velvet. I like it. I like. Maury it. also had a red jacket. I noted. Yeah, but it's it was a, not it's velvet. A good Christmas jacket. Good velvety yeah. Christmas jacket. Yeah, it's a yeah. good point. It's not like yeah. bright red. It's kind of like a. It's got to feel real good to hug. Yeah. Right, yeah, and that big old collar we talked about it the other day—that it's a huge. Uh, Henry's got a good. It's a festive look. At Christmas, Christmas time is when you should break out the red velvet jacket. I think. Totally. I think yeah, it's totally appropriate. Totally appropriate. And no one will even give you a second look. None, not no. even. Unless to say that's a sharp jacket. That's a yeah. bad outfit. <laughs> so I do like when. After he gives Henry's money, and then there's the weird fiddling with Henry's pants or jacket or whatever is <laughs> going on. He slips. Jimmy slips back to let's remember when after Henry got pinched. Yes. And Jimmy gives him his graduation present and says, "Remember, you never read, you know don't don't tell him anything, never rat on your friends." It's the same look and it's the same tone and it's the same like don't be like the other guys, be smart, don't spend it. Well, he says don't yeah. be like Frankie and Johnny. Yeah. Which is the fun fact that one year later came the film Frankie and Johnny starring Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> 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 All right then. Al Pacino, of uh, course, played the son of Vito Corleone, played by Robert De Niro in The Godfather Part Two. So there's your connection to Frankie and Johnny. Um, well done. Yeah. But so uh, so yeah. So Henry gets Henry gets told by Jimmy, don't don't be like the other guys. Don't 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 spend it. Don't flaunt it. And uh, then we immediately cut to him announcing to Karen that he bought the most expensive tree on the lot. Well, my note is all of these guys are dumb, even Henry. Well, but here's here's my defense of Henry. That's a thirty dollar tree. Well, no, it's a thirty dollar no, tree. It's, no. it's, it's 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 a white nineteen seventy whatever. Yeah, it's the most anyway. expensive tree you could find. How right, much do you think a fake tree was at that point? 
But the, it's not the tree. It's the it's the, all of it. He didn't. Within cut two, he gave all of them extravagant gifts and wait on the tree. But he, here's the thing: is the tree and the extravagant extravagant gifts all happened in the walls of his own home. He did not. He did not bring the tree to the party. He it did not matter. give. Ca- it's, yeah, no, the because it's not like they're checking his receipts and tax records and credit cards. Right. He doesn't want him spending it, and we smash cut to him spending it. That's the whole point of the smash cut. No, no that's, that's true. That's true. true. It's true. It's true. Uh, let's let's take a moment. And I think the last minute we talked about how uh, how I really liked the the line of that's great. Uh, I would say that Karen and I bought the most expensive tree they had is a is a fairly frequently repeated line around this home in the holidays. Oh wow, that's a good one. Oh, I say it a lot. Yeah. Uh, like I'm carrying the tree. Every time I carry the tree in, I, I say that. So here, here's a question for you. How many times do you carry the tree around? Yeah, where Once are you taking the tree? <laughs> well, I got to carry it. I got to carry it from like the lot to the car, then from the car into the house. So what you're saying is that there's a good 20 minutes where you uh, 20 minutes a year that you enjoy this line. Yeah. Well, All no, right. I'll say it. I'll say it when they're pretty much whenever I'm carrying something that's like as tall or taller than me. And how often is that? You know, I don't know when like the surfboard. occasion. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you 30 minutes a year. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> what other What other movie lines are you saying more than 30 minutes a year? <laughs> I care. Um, <laughs> I'm saying it's a good line and it, it gets usage. Uh, yes, I really like it. I like the smash cut. I like the the absurdity of that item. Yeah. Like out of all of the gaudy, like it's it's well, it, it, keep, about it keeps their style going. It's a gaudy yeah. tree. It does, yeah. but if you actually look when the tree is decorated at the end of this, um, it's quite lovely to be honest with you. Well, it's actually quite subdued. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's really a, white they went with, with the, they went with the classic per, like uh, Christmas ornament balls, just purple, yeah. one color. You know, a very nice star on the top. You know, with some I mean, lights. The white, it, it, the white yeah. tree is a little tacky, but it's pretty reserved as far as all this goes. You would you would see a tree decorated similar to this way on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, perhaps in a window sure. store. In a window, yeah. not yeah, necessarily in a home. But it depends on how you compare it to what everybody else has got going at the time. Yeah, it yeah. also it contrasts nicely with the black walls where they live. Yeah, and yeah. I'd, so I'd like to point out that li- much like a ponytail, a fake Christmas tree is a visual indicator of evil. The man is not wrong. The man is not wrong. Like a, like a, like a character with no pupils, right? Yeah, it's a good nope. it's a good shorthand for this is not a good person. Yeah, this is not my kind of guy. Yeah, I like how you've you've gone to full evil. Well, you know, Christmas, Christmas. tree, evil, yeah. fake yeah. tree on Christmas, you're evil. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I want to know is that it's it's, clear, it's it's clearly nighttime when Henry arrives with the tree. Mm-hmm. And then, then we get a cut to the trees decorated. This is, and then it's nighttime again. Time has passed, though. Time lapse. Time lapse. Yeah, time lapse. Right. Yeah. So, so is this Christmas evening or is this Christmas Eve? Well, they're opening gifts. So you tell me. You're the Italian from Long Island. Well, I mean, you don't you, typically you don't you open one gift on Christmas Eve, um, if at all, if any at all. Hmm. The majority on Christmas morning because Christmas Eve is the the feast of the seven fishes. Um, I, I'm guessing this has got to be Christmas night. I don't think so. I think I think it could be Christmas Eve because each of the girls has one gift. Yeah. They each have a doll. He gives Karen one gift. And then yeah, the money right. is for Hanukkah. Yeah, you're right. Which, by the way, he's really late on Hanukkah, most likely. <laughs> well, but, well, well uh, what, I th- what I thought was funny is that, yeah, so Henry gives her, he says, Merry Christmas, and he hands her what's clearly a jewelry box, and then says, and Happy Hanukkah, and gives her a whole wad of money, to which Karen laughs heartily. 
Well, she's like she. It's like a throaty. Like she thought that was funny. Well, she likes it's just she likes joke. Monica joke. Yeah. Well, there's a couple <laughs> of things. Is that a? That's a lot of money. Like, in, even in comparison to the wad of cash that he was given, it seems like he actually turned over quite a bit of it to her. Because those yeah. are hundreds. Yep. Or at least on top. It's not a, there's not a bigger denomination that would have been, you know, right. part of that. The other thing is, look at the size of the ring on her hand. Things have turned around since Henry got out of prison. Right. Then, yep. then maybe Big he did time. get more money. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. He's he's making a lot of money dealing drugs. Yeah, he's doing well. The life is good. Nineteen seventy-eight. Christmas nineteen seventy-eight is a high watermark for Henry Hill. Point shaving. They actually yeah. didn't 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 do that well on. Yeah. <laughs> they, they couldn't trust the kids. It's all gravy. No. Yeah. So, um, so I love about that money. I love the slow zoom on the Christmas tree with the with the with the voiceover talking about how Lufthansa should have been their score. I just we uh, yeah. we are gonna eight, well this this minute concludes with eight seconds of zoom in. Yeah, silent on zoom the in. Christmas silent yeah. zoom in. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The voiceover kicks in tomorrow. Yep, yep. And so. then uh, we'll have a full count on the. It on allows the us to zoom. contemplate how baby Jesus would feel about these activities. Yeah, <laughs> not, <at all. laughs> not good. Not good, Henry. Evil. All right. So, do we have anything more for this minute? The fuck kind of zero. I do not. It was Christmas. Of course, it's zero. It better be zero. Well, we we were partially in in Henry's Jimmy's place in the beginning. True. True. Fair enough. They got a lot of swearing out of the way early. Right. Plus, there was a lot of time spent whatever monkeying with Henry's pants. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> pants pants back then had a lot of tabs, pulls, straps, flaps, and whatnot. Well, that's it for minute ninety eight. You can tune in tomorrow for minute ninety nine. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Min and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash gfm or going to goodfellasminute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. And if you're a patron on our, at our Patreon page of a certain level, you get your very own mob nickname. And this Friday, we are giving out two names. We're opening the books for two people. So check that out if you want to get your own mob nickname. Don't forget to sign up. And until tomorrow, I'm going to start handing out cash. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.